Welcome back to The Thinking Space, a podcast of best friends. My name's Brayden, and joining me today are Ricky, Bryce, and Bueno. What's up, guys? What's up? Hey, man. So, I know all of us have had at least one, at least encounter, or we know somebody that has done something with ghost. <clears throat> ghost, um. like, what do you guys think about ghost and spirits? In that sense, because I mean, uh, I don't mess with ghosts. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't be trying to talk to them either. You know, what I mean, but I mean, do, do I, you have any encounters with any like extra any anything? I mean, there was like that one time where like I thought I saw a bear, but like <laughs> a bear. I, but like it sounded like a woman dying but then okay. it like you know like stood up on all fours and it was like bigger than a truck and then like flew nope. you know you nope. <laughs> wait, wait pause did you just say okay, the thing well, flew? bro flew, it flew flew all right so let me backtrack 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 all, all right. right so like um Bryce I mean Bryce Bryce can Bryce can account well, I cannot it. account for the flying. Or, I never I mean, heard about that part, <laughs> dude. The end, like, the, like when I fell on the floor and I left you, like, left you on Facetime outside on the like in, on my phone. Okay, yeah, that that was freaking. I was literally about to come to your house, bro. Okay, so for the people listening, Bryce doesn't live too far away from me. So when you know when I hear some little risque stuff because I live kind of you know out in the you know not too close to any like police or a hospital or anything. And um, and it's just really dark route where I live, and animals come and go all the time, and so I'm tasked with throwing up the trash, and I'm like, all right, bet. And then I hear something that sounds like a woman like screaming, crying, like for her life. That's and what so, I got inside, <laughs> dude. Oh, bro, the trash gotta be taken out. So, um, <laughs> so I call, I call Bryce. So like, if anything happens to me, like. I won't die in vain. Like, you know, somebody's going to know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so he's like, dude, what's that sound? And like, Bryce, how can you describe it? Like, how would you describe it? Okay. It's hard. God. So like basically a woman screaming is that's like a black Panther. And like, we've had our dealings with black Panthers over here before, yeah. but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay so i'm on the phone with him and he just goes silent for a little bit and i hear this sound off in the distance it sounded like a higher pitched kind of predator noise uh clicking noise a predator does like an predator kind of kind of like the clicking noise but like a more smooth higher pitched Yeah. That's, that's how I can describe it. I don't really know anything different. Okay, well, so it was it was honestly, like, the loudest thing that I've ever heard. And, like, so at least, like, I can hear it all the way from the other side of my house. And so, like, I know it's in my backyard. And so I'll walk around my mm-hmm. house. And I'm, I reach, like, the midpoint of the side of my house. And I see it. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. Like, and you can't tell me. That it's an animal, because I know what an animal, South Georgia animals look like. Uh-uh. Nope. This thing was like, it was dark, but it wasn't, 
Like I'm not dumb, okay? So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so like it look. I thought at my first, my first instinct to like of what I was looking at was like a bear, maybe, because it was like big and it was black, and I could tell that it was kind of, it kind of had like fur or something, like something, like it was kind of hairy, like it had hair. It was like really big, and it was just kind of like sitting there. And then after a while, like it like stood up on all fours and it got huge. Like my dad has like the like a really old school F-150 and like, and it was at a distance, but I could tell like if my car, if my, I mean, if my dad were to park his truck, like w- right next beside it, it would tower over it. Like it was huge and humongous. No, and then it started like moving across my backyard and keep in mind, it was still like screaming and I couldn't move at all. Like I didn't know what was going on. Like my knees were locked into place and it was just moving like across my yard. And then it starts moving towards me. Like it faces me. And at that point, like I start stepping backwards and before I can take off and run, like I just feel this hot wind and it just like everything uh-huh. turns black and I'm knocked to like, to the floor, my face like facing towards the sky. My back is completely flat on the ground, and I just I leave my phone. Like I don't even know where my phone. Like I don't even I didn't even realize I didn't have my phone until like five minutes until like I was inside. Like I no. remember opening my eyes. I was looking at the sky. I just got up and I sprinted inside my house. No, that not so you fainted. No, like if I fainted, then I must have fainted for like a split second. Then. Like that's terrifying. Cause I mean, cause you I, finish um, up point and I'm going to, I'm going to go in on my point of view. Okay. Cause I like, I had chilled in my house. Like I was freaking out. I told my sister about it and she was like, dude, just chill out. Just, you know, just go get your phone and come back inside and go to sleep. And I was like, all right, whatever. And, um, and so I went back outside and I'd gotten like a machete that we have beside our staircase on outside. I don't know why I didn't grab it before. But that's going to do anything. Yeah, I mean, dude, I don't have anything else. I'm not gonna just try to like you know fist it to death if that's what it comes to. So, uh, and so I shut up. Um, I walk and I find my phone and I come back inside. And Bryce is, I think, were you still on Facetime? Yes, I, no, you didn't. You called me. You didn't Facetime me. But no, I, I, like, I, I, I checked the time and like not even ten minutes had passed. Like maybe like six minutes. I was Maybe. like, I was in bed when you called me. I was getting up and putting on clothes ready to like drive to your house. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was, it was, it was crazy. I don't know. You go ahead, Bryce. The thing, the thing was though, like, okay, so you call me and you're like, just like kind of freaking out a little bit and you're breathing heavy and stuff. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but. I hear, I hear the noise, whatever noise that it was making. I heard it, and then you started freaking out a lot more. And then I heard like a big thump, and then nothing for a really long time. Like there was just silence on the other end, absolutely nothing. And then you finally picked up the phone, and I was like, I was about to be on my way to your house. It was really unnerving. No, I I couldn't do that, dude. I'd be freaking out. Uh uh-uh. uh. I would get in my car. I wouldn't even go inside. I'd leave. Yeah, I I'd leave. I'd move to a different state, change my name, and because <laughs> now that thing knows who I am and where I live. Dude, I didn't. 
that's another I, thing. I don't, like if melatonin wasn't a thing, I wouldn't have slept. Like honestly, <laughs> no, I I would not sleep. I'd be on edge. Oh heck no! I'd put light back there. Heck heck yeah! I'd li- I'd I'd take glow sticks to my yard, big big old lamp, and put it in the yard. Like in the back of my house, there's like a motion light. So if like if something passes in front of it, the light will turn on. And Bueno, you had one of those things, dude. I I need one of those things. Bueno, no, you should get one of those things that uh, people put out in the woods, tied to a tree, and then when a deer comes by or whatever, it takes a picture. Trail camera. Yeah, the camera. Oh yeah, trail yeah, cameras, that's, yeah, that's trail cameras. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> I don't. Well, I think. I don't know where to even get one of those. Uh, Walmart, your local store. I think you go to Walmart, dude. I don't. If you go don't hunt. Okay, you can probably go to like come to Valdosta and go to Academy. Actually, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, Amazon Pro Shops, Cabela's, Gander Mountain. Gander Mountain isn't a thing anymore. Cabela's. Yeah. There's only like a few Cabela's. So like there's a bunch. There's a bunch yeah. of Cabela's up north. They're not not here. Not like here. not like in a close vicinity. No. No, there's not oh. Cabela's. But Bass Pro, the closest Bass Pro Shop, there's one in, I think, there's one in Macon for sure. There's one in Atlanta. There's like two in Alabama. Yeah. I think there's like one in Florida. Like Cabela's? No, 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 no. Bass Pro Shop. There's no Cabela's down here. I told you. There's a Cabela's uh, right when you. Yeah. Like not, like, not like Georgia, Florida, or Alabama. Yeah. There's not one here. It's mainly Bass Pro Shops. Yeah. But I think the only thing that I've saw that I've questioned was when one day when I was maybe like 10, 11 years old, when we still lived in Omega, me and my dad were watching a meteor shower. And uh, it had already passed. It was like maybe like 30 minutes after. Because that's what we did. We just looked at stars. And he would show me like constellations and stuff. And we were looking at one. And then all of a sudden, we see this star. Because we know what the International Space Station looks like. And so, like it goes a certain speed and you can tell that it's it because it looks like. It's light blinks and you can see it from Earth. But all of us, like, we, we had seen that pass. So we're like, okay, that won't come in a week or so. And so we're watching the stars, and all of a sudden, I don't know where this star, bright, this really bright star, just moves across. Passed like 12 times faster than the NASA space station. Moves across, stops, and then disappears. Like, you know, like in Star Wars, when they do light speed and they just disappear? That's what it looked like. And. Me and my dad, we looked at each other, looked back up to the sky, and looked at each other and just walked back inside and didn't even talk about it. And my dad tells me he still cannot explain what that was to this day. And that's really weird to me. But that we was, also live beside a we also live beside a cemetery. That was Elon. And I'm pretty sure I've seen a ghost. No, I had. Oh, I think no. I went camping one time, and this is kind of like a. I don't know what the heck it was. I went. It was like the last fishing trip that we had had. Last like camping trip I had with a bunch of friends and whatnot. But it was like sixth grade. And so I was camping with my friend Josh, his dad, and a couple other people that we know. But um, we had built a fire, a humongous fire. We we wrote. We put like we had like a bunch of hamburger meat, and we put it in tinfoil, and we put it in the fire. And so that's what we had for dinner. But that night, one of my another friend's dad snores tremendously loud. And Josh's dad snores loud, but he has things to suppress it. Yeah. But my friend's dad didn't. So I woke up in the middle of the night 
and um I hear him snoring away. And um like oh here, I forgot, I left this out. But before we had went to sleep, we were making fun of like these Bigfoots. We were making fun of like like finding Bigfoot people. That's, that's your problem, right? We were making fun of them and like, he was like, literally, oh, man, he was literally in the woods right like, Bigfoot, they're knocked back. But in the middle of the night, I swear I heard two knocks. I'm like, nope. I didn't think it through. Like, I did not think of like, hey, you know, maybe Bigfoot out here. Because we were in the smack dead middle of nowhere. That was a little pond that we had fished, and then that was it. And the road was like maybe 20, a 20 minute drive down like a dirt road or like some trail. I don't know. But I, I swear I heard two knocks. I was like, ah, you know, that's nothing. Then I went, then I fell back asleep. Didn't even think about it the next morning until like maybe a week later, I saw Finding Bigfoot. And it almost came on Sunday. And we had, we had, Left Sunday morning, so I heard it like somewhere in between, like maybe two or three a.m. So I don't know. It just made me think about. It. That's the closest thing I have with anything. Other than that, there's nothing else. But like when I go fishing, I'm always afraid <laughs> that I'll probably come across something. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, mm, I better be careful. <laughs> no, I think the the uh, uh, like if that was extraterrestrial. Is like if if we want to talk about ghost, the closest thing I've seen to a ghost, I don't know what it was, but me and my friend in like the fifth grade, it wasn't. It was remember Seth Bryce and from elementary school. Yeah, Seth Stevens. Yeah, we were sitting on my front porch in Omega, and you know the uh, cemetery we had. It was an old civil out beside, like to the right of the house. Yeah, and we're sitting there, and we had been like eating grapes on the front porch and just chilling. Cause it was a really cool night. It was. It felt good outside, and you know that noise when people they have like a lot of keys on them, and it sounds like they're running, like oh yeah, uh, like the jangle of the keys. I could have sworn I heard like it sounded like military medals clanking against each other, like somebody was like a soldier, like in like his suit and uniform. And then I look over in the cemetery, and there's just like black, just running across the graves. And then it just disappeared. Like we went out and checked, nothing was to be found. But we heard it sounded like keys jangling when you're running. And we said, "Nah, we're going to bed," because it was oh, also it was like maybe eleven. Or... So, so we, y'all decided we nope. y'all were going to bed after y'all checked. What? No. Uh-uh. Okay, Bueno, you did the exact <laughs> same thing every white person. And then they're like, "Oh, let me go check what it was." Instead of going what? inside, I need no. I had to take out the trash. So that's just completely different. No, you no. didn't. No, you um, didn't. I would have dropped the trash right there and got in the. Um, I don't care, bro. When I start something, I finish it. All right. I mean, good for you. And that, like, literally <laughs> that's, that's your life. Applies to take it out the trash, but <laughs> that, that's your life. <laughs> um, when you were when you were telling that story, it reminded me of the episode from SpongeBob. Hashling and Slasher and Spongebob oh take out god. the trash. Oh my god. And he like he throws that bit and he <laughs> runs back. <laughs> That's what I thought of. And that it was, was actually just episode. nothing. Yeah, it was just like yeah. some dude with a big nose, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alright, y'all reminded me hand. y'all reminded me of something that happened a long time ago. Ooh. I was like Ugh. it's I really now that I think about it, I don't think it's such a big deal. I mean, it's not, but 
I think it was just like my young mind just like over exaggerating or whatever. But uh-huh. I was like, I was, mm-hmm. I was pretty, pretty little, probably like six or seven, maybe. And um, y'all know the courtyard downtown, like behind the buildings, right? Yeah. So yeah. there used to be a uh, a restaurant upstairs in those buildings called Bergeron's. Pretty good restaurant. Um, they had a bar and stuff. It was really cool because it was like, it was outdoors um, on the second floor of the courtyard and on the side facing the uh, downtown Main Street. So it was pretty cool. Um, so we went there one night with my grandparents or something. It's a good idea, I think. And we sat um, overlooking the courtyard. Uh-huh. And those are also, on the other side, there's apartments. Yeah. Tons of apartments. So we're, um, we're just eating. And actually, I think it was just like right before the food came. And my grandma was sitting across the table from me. And she like dropped her fork or something. Uh-huh. And so I go, I run over there and pick it up. And I don't know why, I don't know why I remember this so vividly, but I remember looking over and into one of the windows, into one of the rooms and the window was open, but I could see something that looked like a person, but it wasn't a person. Nope. Just like staring over, and I think I remember some type of scream, but no one else heard it. Nope, nope, nope. That's, nope. That, that nope. Possess you. No, thank you. No, and thank you. I like that's your I body. Put the, I put the fork on the table, and I'm like, do, do y'all see that? And my mom was like, No, what are you talking about? Nope. That and that's I don't, it. That, that, just, that just Hard stuck pass. with me forever. And I don't know. Hard pass. Hard, Hard pass. pass. I think I'll pass on that no, one. Th- um, nope. um, we we went to Savannah. Um, when I was when I was younger, it was just me and my family. We went, and there's this movie called The Midnight Garden of Good and Evil. I'm pretty sure you guys all know that. And Savannah's like Classic. haunted. Yeah, Savannah's haunted. haunted place. I lo- yeah, I love that part of Savannah. It's really cool. Yeah, and so we went to uh the cemetery, and there's this, and in the book, there's in movie, it's based on a true story. I'm pretty sure. And there's a statue of a girl, and she's holding like two. It looks like like plates, and she has like her head tilted. And my mom loved this. We went on a tour, like where the actual guy died, like in the house where he was shot and everything. And my mom's like, "I want to go to the cemetery and find his grave." And so we did. And his grave's over there beside the girl statue, and we parked our car like maybe like a football field distance away. And so me and my mom are walking. My sister and my dad are back to the car. And then me and my mom turn around, just, and all of a sudden, that little girl statue, the head just turns around and looks at us. I'm not kidding you. It just turns and looks, and me and my mom said, nope, and we walked. We booked it back to the car. And we asked my dad and sister, we said, did y'all see that? And they said, see what? And we freaked out, because Savannah's haunted. <laughs> I've never heard that story before. I could have swore I've seen this before. My ex girlfriend swears her house was haunted. It probably is. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you see this spot right here? I was like, yep. She's like, one day I was standing there doing something. Then, like, I walked away for like two seconds. A vase fell. Nope. I'm like, nope. Mm. That's the wind. That's the wind. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, no, thank you. 
remember the uh the day before I went back I, I came to VSU for the summer and and me, you, Walker, uh Dallin, Malik, Abel. Were you there, Ricky? We went to the house in Forest Lakes. Oh heck yeah, because I yeah. was the first yeah. person. I wanna go back. Jimmy yeah, crawled through the window. Yeah, yeah, we all were there. Yeah, we and were all there. Bryce, remember, me and you were the most superstitious about it because when we walked in, the temperature dropped. It was, Dude, it y'all was were cold in there. Everybody it was, out. But we were also in the basement. But, like, okay. even when you walked up into the house, because it was like 80 degrees on a summer night. We were in a basement and, like, concrete. It, so. But, yeah, but it was, you in, it was incredibly house. creepy and sketchy. We yeah, that, that was, yes. like, Honestly, the most like typical white person thing that I've ever done in my life was that night. Walking up yeah. that stair, it was the most narrow staircase. Walking up that staircase, oh my, it was terrifying. Up into you that feel house, like two people on that thing. No, okay, it was a little pitch black. Everything was. Oh my gosh, it was so. Freaky. A little backstory to this: um, there's this house in a neighborhood in the town that we grew up in, and the guy hanged himself in it, and then they, mm-hmm. of course, they took the body out and everything. But the house is completely abandoned. There's like trees and vines growing in it. All the furniture is still there. Nobody, but nobody can buy it. Nobody can buy it. Nobody's gonna touch it, and it's just gonna rot. And so we decide, well, why not? Because we've heard stories about it, and there's like suicide notes in it, and there's pictures and stuff. Great idea. Uh, Great idea. idea. No, we found okay. Well, we found pictures on Braden. the uh. What's up? Those pictures. That was the point. Where that was it for me. That was the line. No, no same. I tell everybody that asked me about this. The pictures that we found were on desk. Like if you they were like they were like stapled down. Yes, if you they were like organized. They're really they were organized. organized. If you walk into the front door, it's a big open like space, and then there's like a little table desk. It's almost like a a mirror. It's a really it's really nice house. Yes, and then on the desk, there's pictures of babies and children, but they weren't his kids. They're all different babies, and no, they're all like didn't... creepy Polaroids, and it's like, like we're they not. were not his children, and that was the creepiest part. And all of our friends were like, "Let's keep exploring." We said, "No, done. Nope. This is no. it." I wanted to I go upstairs. It. Heck, heck, no! Uh-uh. I, I, I could have promised you, I would have seen something in that house that I did not want to see. Dude, those pictures were something that I did not want to see. That's nobody wanted to see them because <laughs> we like we st- I st- I stumbled on them. I was like, "Yo, there's a bunch of pictures over here." What? And so we like we're like we started checking out these pictures and we like flipped the back of one of them. We read it and we're like, nope, nope, gotta go. But I still wanted no, to go no. upstairs. I think I heard Walker. He was reading out some words and it yeah, was he like, was reading it. Yeah, it I was like it was, uh, it was like a suicide note or something. I don't no, know. I know the suicide no, notes were upstairs no. that we didn't. We did not want to go upstairs because it we were was, like, this is it. We're done. And we already saw like headlines. We also saw a cop while we were walking. We up. did see a cop. Walk. So, but we had Malik and Dallin on watch, so we were fine. <laughs> oh yeah, this uh, bigger black dude and a, and a really really short scrawny white dude. The uh, two opposites. The two opposite <laughs> men. <laughs> All right. With that, um, we're gonna go to a message from one of our sponsors. So we will be right back. Welcome back, guys. That was a message from the Black Tux. And your weddings? Just go to theblacktux.com slash listen. So, Ricky, 
I know you love Bigfoot. You love a good Squatch story. I love a good story in general, but Squatch, Squatch stories intrigue me a lot because I'm outside a lot and I do a lot of fishing. Okay. But there's this one YouTuber that um, he does nothing but like cryptids or like stories like that. So like there would be like an occasional Wolfman or like a Thunderbird or some something like that. But Bigfoot is the ones that he mainly does. And um, I stumbled across his channel one time. I don't know what the heck I was doing, but there was this one story. And it was actually, it came, like, I wasn't, I was in the room listening to it. And um, it's actually in a nearby town that's, like, 15 minutes away. Yeah. And um, this guy had submitted it. And he said that he saw Bigfoot walking and this is like 15 minutes away from our house or like from where our town so um he saw some kind of bigfoot or his daughter saw bigfoot walk across the field and they're like nope like nope gotta get out of there and so this guy he just does a lot of these videos and there was this one video where um this guy was walking through through a wood or or some, something like that and the guy had been hunting Bigfoot alone for like 20, 30 years. And just constantly look for him, constantly. That's his first problem. He's hunting alone. Yeah, well, that and he's, you know, he's, he has the intention of finding, finding these things in the woods. So, I mean, from looking at these videos, these kind of creatures are very smart. <laughs> and um, I don't know so, what I would do if I came up on uh, like 12 foot tall hairy man exactly but this one story he was walking up a hill and he looked up and there's this 10 foot tall like bigfoot looking at him just staring at him nope and he's like what the heck and so he starts backing away and as he turns around he sees another one uh-uh. so there's now two and so they walk towards him and he backs away in in like the direction away from them and he couldn't go, he could no longer go the way he came because there was one in the way. So he kept on walking. And eventually he tried to veer off to the left to go to a road. There was a third one. So there's three of these creatures around eight to 10 feet tall. And um, in the story, in his mind, it looked like it was hurting him to like a kill zone. Like any kind of like predator, yeah. Like would hunt and like try to like um, maneuver like one it's like, when like, you, like, like when you herd cattle. To yeah, like go to one I think of like spot. I think of like um trying to come up in a corner. Yeah, they're trying to back. They're trying to pick out like the weakest link, and they'll herd them in a way to where the other one would get tired. We talked about that. Kill it, or we didn't. But like, not trying to interrupt, but. Uh, in U.S. history, we talked about this thing called a kill box, and they used it in like World War One or whatever. There were two like towers with machine guns on them, um, like pretty s- symmetrical, like just across from each other, and then two more diagonal from them, getting closer together, further back, and so basically everyone would just like funnel through and not just get killed. Right there, yeah. it's called the kill box. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, it's the same concept, the same idea, but different strategy. Yeah. But this guy, continuing with the story, 
he sees three and he's like, okay, they're hurting me. And so he thinks of a way, quick thinking, he goes like he speeds up his walk at an angle to where he can bypass all three of them and he'll end up in a creek. And so when he did that, he jumps in the creek, no hesitation, cold water, like 30 degree water. No. Crosses the creek, looks back and sees three of them just standing there looking at him. He goes up the hill, meets a guy that's just luck, just luck, just pure luck. Sees this guy driving, stops. Guy comes out, sees the guy that had just, you know, been herded, and he hears the Bigfoot screaming in the background. Heck no. And then, James, I don't know, in that, in that kind of situation, I would cry and just die. But I don't that's know. It. I, that's it. Cry, cry and die. That's plan B. The old cry and die. Do the little cry and die. Cool. Exactly. I don't know what I do, but I don't know. Since I'm fishing and we live in the South, you know, there's a bunch of wooded areas here, but like, I don't know. Imagine like, so yeah. you, you fake your death and they think, just pick you up and take you back to like their home. And then you wake up and what if like they treat you like royalty? Well, there's also or a story like they that. Just eat they you. Wounded war soldier. Yeah. Back to its health, back to his health and they yeah. let him go. Yeah. So what, like, we don't know what their intentions are. Like, I, I honestly, I, thing out there but i just don't know i don't know since there's just a, a mass majority of mass um area of just wooded just like woods i'd feel like there's something bryce remember when when you're in in your woods that night it was all four of us and we we're like climbing on the trees and we just hear this big tree just fall <laughs> yeah uh, that was a good night that before i fell into the water head first <laughs> everybody bueno <laughs> Took down like a humongous limb yeah, we just across the creek. Cut down a limb of a tree just so we could cross. Yeah. I tried to save you guys, but I basically died in the water. I don't By think we in Bueno need saving. We were just. No, I was trying to. <laughs> this is a bit of If y'all want to come back, that place, I've been, I've been working back there now. It's cleared out. It's so pretty. Y'all would like it. Bet. We can go squatch hunting. Bet. Let's go. We can go squatch hunting. Go squatching. No, but I mean, there's, I don't, the thing is, I can't believe, I, I can believe in it, but I want to see one for myself to like disprove everybody else that doesn't believe, but I can't a hundred percent say, oh yeah, there's, there, there are Bigfoots out there. Like I cannot put that in writing and put it in court. I agree. It. Yeah. Well, seeing is believing, like, right? I mean, yeah. Like Santa. I believe in that. <laughs> I've seen Santa. But if, like, you were in court and somebody said, so you were attacked by this, and, the, and you're like, yeah, and you, they say prove it. And, I mean, how, how are you going to – because, like, there's all these Finding Bigfoot shows where they show you, like, big footprints that are, like, 20 feet tall, like, 20 feet in length and, like, uh, 6 feet in width. And you're like, okay, that's weird, but is that true? Because if so, that's a humongous being that we obviously see. From but, a distance. But with that, I don't know. Seeing, because people actually have, like, that kind of evidence. And there's no human being that can make that kind of impression. Yeah. So, just, see, just seeing that, um, I don't know. It just it just kind of rattles you. It, it, it really does. But it's just something that I feel like 
no one on earth can do it. So, and people have these, have these encounters and like, some people will get a video or like, tell a story. And when somebody tells a story and you see the scene face, you know that when they're not lying. Yeah. So, I mean, it just leads me to believe that there's something else. I agree. Like, if, 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 like, you know somebody, like, if Bryce, listen, and he, and I know when, like, Bryce is serious, and if he told me, like, that story about the three people, and, like, if it was, if that was him and the three Bigfoots, I would freak out. Because, y'all better, y'all better believe me. Like, I believe Bueno when he told his story about the bean in his backyard, because that's terrifying, and I'm going to believe him. I really More, like to how... believe that Bueno just maybe saw something run across my window. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. I've never, I don't think I ever want to encounter one, because I do. Because I don't, I don't know how to kill him. You can't kill him, that's the thing. How do you know? You can't. You, you can't. I don't think there's anything out there that I think if they can, if you can kill an elephant, I think you can kill a Bigfoot. That's again, true. Again, that's fair. That yes, that's that's true. Everything is always. I don't think if you're in that kind of situation, something just peering down your like your soul with big black eyes. I don't think you'd have like the strength or the mentality to do that because one, this thing's a bipedal like four hundred, five hundred plus animal looking at you that has the same ability as a human. But I mean, it, it that just comes into like the, your survival tactics. If you have four people and they both, they all four have elephant tranquilizers on them that they can shoot. But yet again, we're in the South so that you wouldn't. I think if you have the intention of going in, you won't see it. And then if you have that kind of equipment, you won't come across anything yeah but let's just say we're fishing and you only have like a pole uh, just like a couple fishing rods and maybe pistol that's it you unload every clip of that pistol into it yeah but and you try do anything that we know of I mean, what, what do you think bryce how, how would you like take down a bigfoot i mean okay i i kind of agree with ricky like right. if we've never seen a bigfoot Four of right. us have never seen a Bigfoot. So nope. if you're in the woods just minding your own business and you see this 10-foot-tall, hairy, human, but also animal-like figure, you're probably going to be in some sort of shock. Yeah. Like, you probably are going to panic, not know what to do, especially if it's like you know it's going to attack you. Right. Okay. I mean... So no one really, no one really knows how one would be killed. That's fair. True. All right. What do you think, Bueno? Um, yeah, dude. I <clears throat> like I, I second that. Yeah, like until, until I guess like the next person who encounters one can get over that that shock, and is I guess like well equipped for that then yeah. I guess we just won't know. I mean, no, you, you, like, I'm sure if you're, let's say, deer hunting. Yeah. Hypothetically, we're deer hunting. Which and you have, happen. we have a high caliber rifle with, you know, pretty, pretty strong bullets. I think, yeah, I think Maybe. you can, you can enter. 
Uh no, those things run like run faster. But like the blood. Well, I you mean, shoot yeah, it hard enough and it starts bleeding. It, it yeah. Blood. If you do that and you try to track it, remember, if there's one, there's probably multiple out there. Yeah. So if you so happen to injure one of them, the thing they're going to be pissed. Oh, they're yeah. going to be pissed. And they're they going to go back. They're they, going to oh, yeah. yeah, they they go back to wherever they came from. They patch up and they come back. They do. A, they press L one on their PS four. They, they heal up and they come back and run for you. But I think I what people say who have encountered it is that you don't. The worst thing you can possibly do is try to. Yeah. Can you imagine like? You shoot a Bigfoot and then you book it back to your truck or car. You get in your car and you're driving, and then all of a sudden you're running after you, like chasing you at full speed. I would. So no, I can't. My the gas pedal would break in my car. Like that's how hard I'd, I'd hit it. Yeah. I'm never going to live again. Th- things like if I'm driving, that terrifies me. I book it. I'm I'm gone. I don't care how fast I'm going. Cop pulls me over. Good for you. I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you, hey, there's a Bigfoot back there. If you don't get out of here now, you're dead. I'm dead. And there's no help. There's also the thing, like, if you do, you find what you're looking for. Yeah. And let's hypothetically again, you're tracking. Find it. You, the cost is, like, the cost, it's like a dilemma. Yeah. Like, one, you find something, you know, you find something really, you know, that could strike the news and whatnot, but you die. Yeah. And then you say, like, you die here. You have an encounter, you see it, but that's just it. And you tell people about it, and it's their choice whether to believe it or not. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's not really winning here. Have you guys ever seen anything like you're driving? late at night or just like in the middle of the day and you see something that's not right and like you freak out and just drive faster or oh you yeah stop. What, what do you what do you have because I, I have it's not my story it's a story that my mom told me that happened to her she was uh in macon in college and you know rose hill cemetery how like how hilly and like winding it's huge she said her and her friend were uh driving she was driving her honda civic i'm pretty sure and they were driving. It was late at night. And she said, she... and then all of a sudden she sees there's a fire and there's people standing around it chanting. And they were devil worshipers. And they, she said, like, she drove up the headlights hit in sync. They all turned and looked at her and started walking towards her car. And she said she put that thing in reverse, turned it around and was going 120 out of that cemetery. Yeah, nah, man, that ain't that ain't chief called, and that's not it. Nope, nope. There's no <laughs> way I would stay any it. longer. No, nope. I, I that that actually like makes my skin crawl. Thinking about that, I hate driving and things that scare me. Nope, I can't do it. What was your story, Bryce? Oh, I mean, I I, I thought you were just asking like, does that ever happen to you? Well, like, have you ever seen anything that scared the crap out of you? Um, not off or, the top of my head, but, like, I've I've been in situations, like, where, you know, things become routine, and then when certain things are out of routine one day, they, it's just, yeah. like, 
you just know it's not right. Like what? Like give an uh, example. Like, um, like my house has an alarm, right? Yeah. So if you if I get home and I'm home alone, and I open the door and the alarm is already off, that that just sends bad signals to me. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, like, if you're just like in a routine, like one at my old house, I'd come in out of school, and normally my mom and like she'd like probably be listening to music, cleaning, and normally the dog would bark when I got there, and I get home, and normally the dog's outside. The dog was not outside, and I walk in. The door was already unlocked. I normally have to unlock the door, which this was weird. My mom's car wasn't there. And she didn't tell me, like, she wasn't going anywhere. She didn't say, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the store to get some of my beer back. And uh, I didn't think my dad had taken the car. And so I get home, like, oh, this is weird. And so I go inside. The door's unlocked. And the dog's not inside either. And I'm, like, freaking out. I call my mom. She goes, I'm in my room. And so I go back there. She's in her Where's the dog? Where's this? Where's this? She goes, oh. So the dog had apparently gotten out. <laughs> But, and dad had taken the car to work that morning and I didn't, but like that routine of like everything that's supposed to happen was out of place. And like, it just sent a bad signal to my brain and my body. Where, oh, like, yeah, I, went it, to, I went into yeah. fight mode. It I was throws like, you I'm off. Have to fight his house. Yeah. It's, it's like that, that checklist of, of like, all right, all these boxes are checked. Then we're good. Yeah. And one of those boxes is in check, like, okay, we're not good. Like, what's, you know, yeah, yeah. that's that's true. Yeah. I can understand that. I don't know if I have any more, like, weird encounter stories or, like, know any more stories weird encounters. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I know, uh, like. I think I'm out. Yeah, I don't. Other I, than that. I don't know. Like, when it comes, like, driving, driving and having. Yeah. Like, when I drive, I do look for stuff, but I've never found anything. Oh, like I remember one. I was driving. It was we were driving back to Valdosta from Tifton. It was me, Reagan, and Hannah and Abby. We're driving in my car. I'm driving, and we go over the bridge to get onto the interstate. And um, I see this guy on the bridge, and he's like banging his head, like just like banging his head in the air, and like walking on the bridge. He looked drunk, and I and he then all of a sudden he like stops, points at my car, and starts running towards it. And I like booked it and Reagan was like, what the heck? I was like, did you guys not see that guy? And she goes, they're like, no, we didn't see a guy on the bridge. And I said, uh, I'm out. I got to go. I'm getting back to Valdosta. And oh, like, that's weird. Minutes, I don't care. Whoa. I said, I said, did you not see the guy? He was wearing black and he had gray hair. And they said, no, we saw no guy. We have no recollection of a guy on a bridge. I said, nope. That's what why I'm driving heck? fast. That's spooky, bro. Dude, it's terrifying. I don't like it. Yeah, that's not. All right. So we don't have any more stories. So that's it for today's podcast. I want to thank you guys so much for your support and uh, your listens on the last episode. It's been great. Um, we will see you guys next week. And then because um, we have spring break, so we will already have an for you guys. Um, we, if you follow us on Instagram, we have a new page out 
It's at the Thinking Space Podcast on Instagram. So give us a follow. Um, we also have listener support now, so you can donate to the podcast if you would like. That would be greatly appreciated. Um, so thank you guys, thank you guys so much for stopping by, and we will see you next week. Goodbye.